Hi, and welcome to the Internal Shift Podcast, your mindset to an abundant business and life. I am your host, Elise Woodaglary. Enjoy the episode. Hey, my lovelies, welcome back. And welcome back to, I should say, welcome to 2021. Oh my goodness, we are, this is the first episode back for 2021. And I'm so excited to be back with new episodes, new podcasts for you, new content. I've got so many awesome things planned this year for you guys. Ton of value that I want to bring to you all. But today I am kicking off with a podcast with one of my ex-clients, but this one's a little different. So as you guys know, I've been interviewing a lot of my, um, well, I've done a few podcast interviews now with a couple of my one-on-one clients that have worked with me in, you know, either a two-month container, four-month container or more privately. And I thought I would change it up a little bit this time and actually interview a client who has worked with me, but worked with me in the capacity of a group container. So she has had one, um, I think she had about one or two one-on-one breakthrough sessions with me um, that were included in her in her uh, package with me. However, she hasn't worked with me in a one-on capacity like a lot of my clients have. And I wanted to bring her on because you're kind of getting a different perspective here. You're getting the perspective of someone who has still worked with me, but more so through my group coaching programs, which is obviously the content is still by me. <laughs> the learnings, the value, the trainings, the content, it's, it's all by me. However, it's not so much the one-on-one. This is more about you being in a group container and taking yourself through. And the way that my business is headed this year, as you all may know, or may you may have heard me talk about last year a couple of times, is that I'm actually opening up the Mindset Mastery Mavens Academy, which is basically like a, my goodness, I'm announcing it here for like the first time. So you guys are getting like the first sort of announcement here around this, but it's going to be like an academy where you can click on um, add yourself to the academy and you can basically choose what training and workshop you want to take yourself through. So whether that's mindset, journaling, um, manifestation, um, all types of goodies in there and trainings that I've done over the years, plus new things will be added. So I am super excited for this episode. I am bringing on Tiffany D, who is just an awesome chick all around. You'll hear that in this podcast episode. She is, again, one of these clients, students that just, she does the work, you know, she she shows up. And one thing I like about Tiffany is she does it in her own time. She gets it done and she allows herself to go there. She allows herself to go to the places that can be really uncomfortable and as a result of that, she does create the transformation in her, in her own life. So in this episode, you will hear me talking um, with Tiffany about what she really gained from, the, from I guess, the, the group coaching with me. What were her learnings? 
um, what shifted in her own life. So I am super excited for you to listen to this episode. As always, please tag me on social media. Let me know what you get from this episode. Let me know if you have any questions and enjoy. Welcome, Tiffany, to the Internal Shift Podcast. I am super excited to have you here. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Awesome. It's, it's a Saturday morning and we're both in Sydney, isn't it? Yes. Yes. I forgot that you were actually in Sydney. Yeah, Western Sydney. My, yeah. my house looks out onto the Blue Mountains, so it's a lovely, lovely spot. Amazing. It's always special when I've got a, a home girl with me. <laughs> yeah. So we, it's really interesting. I wanted to get you on the podcast today because yep. you haven't done like a, a two month container, one-on-one container with me. However, we have had a couple of one-on-one sessions, but you have mainly, yes. I guess, participated in my group coaching programs. So I wanted to get you in today kind of from a different angle and a different perspective because I do have a lot of online um, group coaching programs, I guess you could say, that people can take themselves through that don't necessarily include the one-on-one component. So I wanted to get you on today to sort of speak from that angle and how you found that. So before we even get into any of that. Yep. I, and this is the first question I always ask all my <laughs> clients that come on. Yeah. What was the thing that made you number one, go, I need to work with Elisa. And number two, actually just take the step, bite the bullet and invest in yourself. Where were you at in terms of your mindset? So I was in a really kind of, um, I want to say negative place. I was in my head a lot and you, your lives on Facebook were always just so electric. You had this personable electric energy and I just knew that I wanted to work with you. And so, you know, COVID and lockdown and staying at home, most of 2020 Um, for the first kind of two or three months I kind of sat in my head and sat in my little bubble and pretended everything was okay and procrastinated about life and then things started to go back to some kind of normalcy and that was when I kind of went oh poop if I don't start doing something Mm. I'm not going to move out of this place. Mm. So that was when you had a group container come up 30 days, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And I, I spoke Mm -hmm. to Brian and he went, well, we need, you should do something, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, if you feel that this is right, do it. I'm like, okay. So I jumped in. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was why I did it. You did. You really did jump in. It was kind of like, from memory, I announced it and you were like within minutes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. it was just like, it was just <laughs> this, this knowing that you needed to be in that. Right. And mm-hmm. I love how you just said that, you know, yes, 2020 was definitely the year for it. 
you know, <laughs> year of, of deep reflection and growth yep. and a lot yep. of staying at home, right? A lot of yeah. solo time. So yeah. it, I love how you said, even though you were in that space and we were all sort of in that space of 2020, really, you had this sort of realization. I mean, we're not over it, but coming out the back of it, or yeah. some somewhat it's it's we weren't where we where we we aren't where we were with with you know 2020 um you you sort of had this realization that okay i need to and correct me if i'm wrong i need to take control and and create my reality and not so yeah. much just leave it to chance and Definitely. what's going on around me it's like you had this yeah. realization that well, you know what? If shit's going to change in my life, I need to take that control. I need to yeah. choose that. I can't just leave it to chance. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It was um it was yeah. Definitely a, I want I wanted to um I had a lot of things that I was in my head and negative about, you know, mm. um in terms of, you know, being a people pleaser and just, you know, this internal, internal monologue with myself that um, I was procrastinating around everything and everything kept going wrong. And I think I watched a video somewhere and it was like, well, you can only change your situation. You can't rely on anyone else to. Yeah. So yeah. And then everything, everything aligns, everything happens for a reason. And then I saw your video and I'm like, yeah, Okay, let's do it. <laughs> yes, and I'm so glad you said that. This is yeah. this is the thing, right? This is the key that I want everyone listening to understand. When we decide and we choose to make the change, to create something different, to shift where we are at, it's like the universe, angels, God, whatever it is you're connected to, celebrates, rejoices, and is yeah. like, let's go baby. Like I'm getting everything <laughs> behind you right now to Definitely. make this happen. Like I'm going to yeah. put in front of you everything you need to move you from where you are at or to shift you yeah. in some way. So I really yeah. want that to land for everyone that when you decide consciously, you make that decision, you will be supported. The things that you need to shift will be put in front of you and you need to be able to recognize what those things are and take action on them exactly like you did. When you yeah, saw absolutely. that this mastermind, 30 day mastermind was happening, yeah. it, was, it was the 30 day accelerator mastermind, which I, I will be running again really soon. You just, you, you saw that you, you saw that as a sign as one of the answers to the, to your call and you, you took that opportunity. And yep. I feel the reason I'm, I really want to highlight this is because I feel like a lot of people ask for support, ask for guidance, want the yeah. shift, want the changes. And then when it's put in front of them, they don't pay attention. They don't, yeah. it's like, yeah, I see you, but <laughs> I'm just going to keep going. Yeah, and the, universe, absolutely. and the universe is like, I'm giving you a sign. This yeah. is what you've asked for. Like, Yep. The universe can't make us take the step and actually take the leap. So I'm really glad that you said that. Now, from our time together, you said yeah. that you, the biggest thing or the biggest things, I guess, that you 
learnt to shift through and to implement was learning how to listen to your intuition and moving through everyday blockages. So can you talk a little bit about that for me? So, yeah, one thing that I really, yeah, as you said, one thing I really wanted to work through was listening to that intuition, looking and recognising the signs of the universe going, hello, I'm tap, 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 tapping you on the shoulder. And I know that I had probably ignored that so much. Mm. So it was just a real process of, yeah, connecting with myself um, and you know, your journaling and your meditation guidance has really helped me, you know, recognize on a day-to-day basis how to listen to that intuition, how to kind of go, I'm not going to do that or Mm. I should be doing that. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, You know, and just, I, as I said, I'm a, I was always a people pleaser. I would say yes, even when I wanted to say no, I would do things at the, you know, um, at, at the, um, you know, when it wasn't good for me, I'd do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so learning that it was okay to say no, yeah. you know, has really helped move through blockages that I've previously never been able to move through. Yeah. Amazing. So So on on that. Yeah. Journaling. Yes. What did, and this is where I want you to add some value to, to everyone listening. Yeah. Yeah. What did you learn through the, through the journaling training that um, you went through of mine? What value can you give people around how to actually identify those everyday blockages and move through them using the journaling. What is, what is it that you learn? What's been most effective for you? Because when we learn something, everyone takes something powerful from it. And I always, I always say whatever, whatever you are learning or whoever you are learning from, take what sticks and leave what doesn't and make it your own, right? Really run with it and make it your own. So how did my journaling training help you move through those everyday blockages and how did you do it? If you were to share with people listening. I, I thought about um, a previous experience that I'd gone through and, or something that happened that day Mm -hmm. and I just let myself write What would have happened if I said no or if I did the opposite of what the outcome was? Mm. What I felt in that moment and why I thought I felt that. And, Mm. you know, what really was, you know, the outcome of what happened, I guess. Yeah. You know, like um, thinking of, oh... You know, Christmas Day, for example, for us, you know, was big and and there was everyone here and, um, you know, just journaling on, you know, the, the gratefulness that I had that everyone was there. You know, mm-hmm. in previous years we'd had um, not everyone around and just, you know, taking gratitude in the people that were there and the experiences that we had and really focusing on the positivity of it all and not focusing on the negatives that occurred. Yep. So, so in terms of the journaling, it's kind of, well, well, it is a, it is a step-by-step process. It's like, like you said, identifying 
So the way that you've really been able to use journaling is sort of identifying in the moment what is coming up for you, like what, yeah. is, that, what is that trigger and yeah. how would you write that out in your journal, that, that trigger, in order for you to, like you said, reflect on it and yeah. see how you're making a past situational scenario become an issue in the present. So I would, yeah, journal about, you know, um, what, what was, what had happened, why it triggered, what moment had really made me either angry or sad or happy. And then I focused on that and why those emotions came up. Yes. And then, you know, focused on how I could change that either negative emotion to a positive one or, you know, um, how to make it even better. Yep. Yeah. So, so it's really about effective self-inquiry. Journaling is yeah. really about effective self-inquiry. And this is where I think a lot of people, including myself, Many years ago when I started journaling and it really wasn't, it didn't work for me and it felt like a chore for me. It was really being able to effectively go through some sort of self-inquiry, asking yourself the right questions, using the right language in your journal to, I guess you could say, break down certain feelings, certain emotions that are attached to situations and experiences in our life and actually get to the, the source of where that feeling and emotion is coming from so that you can yeah. make that distinction and go, I'm feeling triggered right now, but I am now able to journal through this and break it down in a way where I can identify where this actual trigger is coming from yeah. and how it's not related to what's going on now. And then I get to reframe it and release it. So yeah. Knowing how to do that is really, really powerful. So I'm glad that you, yeah, I'm really glad that you shared that. So in terms of learning how to listen to your intuition more, how do you do that? So I, um, one thing you really helped me with was meditating. And so I now as a daily practice in the shower will meditate for at least try to meditate for five minutes. I know one mm-hmm. thing you said was even if you can't just try. Yeah. And so, you know, just listening to, you know, what's come up during the day. Mm-hmm. And if I did something, then in my gut I knew was wrong. I'd recognize it and go, okay, that was not what my intuition was telling me. It was, you know, I did it anyway, but, when I recognize that I can then the next time it happens, go actually, you know, I should be doing something else. So that meditation on a daily basis has really helped me listen to what my intuition is saying, listening to those little taps from the universe or, you know, the source energy, whatever you may believe, um, what it's telling me I should be doing rather than what I, my head's telling me to do and that he's sometimes wrong. (laughs) That is so powerful. And I really love that you shared that because I feel like there are a lot of people that struggle with meditation. And I will say this, 
you can't get meditation wrong. Like you can't, you no. can't get it wrong. Well, as soon as we say that we've made, we've had a bad meditation, we've, we've made it wrong. We've judged it in some way. Yeah. Meditation is being able to just be with what is and really recognize and acknowledge what's coming through and then slowly, gently let it go and come back to where you are. Right. It's just, it's going through that process. And then slowly, slowly those, those gaps get smaller and smaller and smaller and you find yourself in that process for longer. So for someone listening who is really struggling to tap into meditation and, and use it to tap into their intuition, what, what helped you? What could you share with them? How did, what was the thing that helped you? Even the smallest thing that helped you learn to tap into that each day. So like you said, there's no wrong way to meditate. And sometimes I, I can't, I can't not, I can't meditate, but it doesn't really flow as long as other meditations have lasted Mm -hmm. some you know sometimes my meditation will last a minute because Mm -hmm. there's too many there's too much clutter so I'll go away and I will after my shower I'll put the kids to bed I'll you know do something and then I'll come back to it and I'll have Mm -hmm. you know I'll put um, a gentle piece of music on before I go to bed and then just lay there and go again essentially, you know, sometimes, you know, when it doesn't work, I'll just go away and come back to it. You know, the voices or the, you know, the clutter in my head needs to calm and go away. Um, I've got a really great journaling book for 2021. So I'll go away and journal the clutter and then come Mm. back and, and then go again. And sometimes the meditation can only last two minutes, but it's two minutes more than if I didn't try it all yes so powerful because this is something that i feel like a lot of people don't have the awareness to do and this is something i've i've had to teach myself to do as well is that Mm. when we get into whatever it is we're trying to do whether it is whether we're trying to meditate whether we're wanting to create something in our business whether we're wanting to solve an issue in a relationship whatever it is when we're in it, in the energy of it, and we aren't moving and we're not getting anywhere, when we try to fix it and stay with it and move forward, it just gets more and more and more frustrating. We get met with more and more resistance. So I love that you said you have taught yourself to step away (laughs) in those moments because it's so funny. I actually did, I think I did an Insta reel around this two days ago or the other day when I spoke about this exactly. Like if you are in the energy of feeling stuck or not having clarity, the yeah. best thing you can do is walk away from what you're doing in that moment to yeah. complete. Tony Robbins talks about this all the time. Talks about changing yeah. your state. It's called changing your state, right? Yeah. Because when we feel like we're, we're stuck or we're not moving anywhere in terms of our energy or what we're doing in the present moment, we're not actually ever stuck or, or don't have clarity. We just have stuck energy within us that needs to be moved. It needs to be shifted. And sometimes, yeah. um, this is no word of a lie, 
sometimes if I am in that state where I'm feeling stuck, quote unquote stuck, or I don't have clarity and I'm sitting at my desk or I'm sitting on the lounge or I'm wherever, sometimes the only thing I need to do is stand up. Definitely. Yeah. Sometimes all I need to do is just stand up and something will come to me. Like some sort of clarity will come to me because what I've done from standing up in that moment is I have shifted some sort of energy. Yeah. That is, that is literally what happens in those moments. And that that's no word of a lie, you know, and then I will, go for a walk or I'll make myself something to eat or I'll make a tea or I will dance, listen to music or I'll do something creative. Like I love creating Insta Reels and TikTok. I think it is so much oh, fun. That your is- Insta Reels are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like the creative side in me, right, that comes yes. out. I, just, I freaking love it. And doing things like that, sometimes I can have half an hour, an hour of creating an Insta reel or a TikTok, and it's like I am right back in flow. Like I have, yeah. and I'm, and what I'm doing, like let's be honest, what I'm doing is just being totally silly, right? It's just, it's just yeah. shaking that that energy. And even though I do try to add some value in my Insta reels and, and TikToks, it's still me doing something that you wouldn't think is going to get me into a state of of clarity, but it does yeah. because. Yeah. There are so many factors to that and that this is like a conversation for another day, but it's, it's shifting your state. It's putting you in a higher vibration. It's moving yeah. the energy that is, that is feeling stuck. So yeah, for everyone listening, when you are in those moments where you are nothing, like nothing is downloading, you're not feeling creative, you're feeling stuck, just move. Just, just understand that it is stuck energy within you and it just needs to be shifted. It just needs to be shifted. Definitely. It's like the way that I can visually describe this, if you had a whole lot of rocks on a cliff stacked together, right? And they're like, they're in there and they're tight and they're not moving. All you need to do is go and pull one rock out and like they're all going to start moving and shifting again. That's exactly what it's like within us. When we're feeling that stuck energy, it's like we've got a whole lot of rocks inside that are just stuck in one spot. And when you move, you've moved one out of place and they all just start moving again. So that's what that feeling of stuck energy really feels like. So yeah, I love that you touched on that. So thank you. (laughs) Um, And I love that rock analogy. Yeah. I bet she's going to say you just take one rock away because it's so true. You just have to take one to just take one and then it'd all start going. Yep. And that, that's exactly what happens. That's exactly what happens when we're in that energy. So yeah, really, really powerful. So the next question that I want to ask you is what do you feel has shifted for you since you've learned some of the tools that I've, I've given you, like what has actually shifted in your life, in your reality, within, within you, even no matter how big or small it is? So I think definitely the recognition of when a blockage comes up. Yeah. So, you know, I have a few really you know, close relationships that previously I 
didn't have boundaries for. Mm. And so, you know, moving forward, I can see where I kind of, on a personal level, how to be a better person in that relationship. Mm. You know, moving through those blockages has helped me better communicate, better you know, um, express emotion when, um, conflict comes up Yeah, and better express, you know, when something's happening, kind of just standing up and going either, okay, I'm in the wrong or, okay, look, this, this isn't good for me. And this is why, mm-hmm. you know, really kind of, cause I'm always talk first, ask questions later. And I think that's gotten me into a few, um, you know, arguments and and a bit of trouble. So really kind of taking a minute minute to self-reflect and go, okay, this is triggering. Why is this triggering? Mm -hmm. How can I express that this is triggering without creating conflict? Yeah. Yep. So that's definitely be the biggest, you know, shift and, and daily, um, you know, um, things that I do. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that would be the biggest thing. That is so good. And I can for one resonate with that completely because this is something I've had to learn to do in my own life. Right. Especially with those relationships that we actually give a damn about, right. The relationships that we care about is yes, we have to know that we are safe enough to ask the questions when we are feeling triggered. Right. Yes. We need yeah. to, and, and it really, one thing I have said for years now is it's not what you say, it's how you say it, right? Absolutely. And yeah. it's learning effective communication through yeah. learning effective delivery, right? Yeah. It's, it's learning how to communicate through delivering things the, the right way, delivering your, yeah. your communication the right way. Because we should be able to feel safe in all our relationships that we care about. Yeah. Something has triggered us to be able to bring that to, to the, I guess you could say, bring that to awareness with that person and, and, and really say, Hey, what, you know, what you said just now has made me feel this way. And I just really want to gain some clarity on this now. Does that mean every person in our life that we care about has done the work that we've done? No. Is everyone going to make us feel safe when we ask that question? No. There will be people that may take offense if we raise that sort of question, right? Because they, they, maybe they haven't done the work that you've done. Maybe they don't have the level of self-awareness that you have, right? But we need to be able to feel safe to have that those conversations because it can save a lot of upset and conflict in relationships when we can allow, and this is the thing we have to create that safe space for ourselves first, because like I said, sometimes people will not do that for us. So we have to know that we're safe to ask the question 
even if the other person doesn't. Yeah. But obviously in an ideal scenario, having the other person respond in a positive way and say something along the lines of, you know, I'm really sorry you feel that way. This is, this is actually what I meant or this was my intention. You know, it's yeah. really powerful and can save so many relationships when we learn yeah. to do that. So you being able now to, I guess, have the ability to ask that question and to communicate and to feel safe to do that is really powerful. And that makes me really happy to hear that. Thanks. Yeah, it's, um, it was definitely something I've, and it's, you've got to work on it every day. You can't, yeah. another thing that you, you have taught me is that it's a constant thing. You can't just do it once and expect everything to be rosy. You know, it's, um, you know, something that I do on a daily basis, on a weekly basis. So, you know, you have to do it regularly or otherwise you'll just go backwards mm. to where you were. Yep. And I, I don't want, I certainly don't want that. I know that so many people don't want that. So it's, yeah, definitely, a, you know, a consistent thing. You got to, keep consistency absolutely and yeah like you said we're going to be met with these types of situations all the time and yeah our growth and our ability to move through them or what we create in our life in the future is not going to is not going to depend on our ability to do these things once or twice yeah our ability to show up this way every single day over and over and over and over and over again. Now, are we going to get it right all the time? No. No. There is so much stuff that I know in this head of mine that I do (laughs) not apply every day and I get it wrong. Often I get it wrong, right? But what I've learned to do, and this is what I teach my clients to hopefully do as well, is to when we do get it wrong, to not make it mean that we've just failed or we've taken steps 10 steps backwards it's about recognizing a saying that i i actually made up years ago now is our comeback rate it's like when you're met with a situation now in the present how quickly can you bring yourself back from that because maybe six months ago 12 months ago five years ago maybe it took you you know a week a month years right to to overcome or to bring yourself back from this situation. But now maybe it takes you a day. Now maybe it takes you an hour. It's yeah. about being able to go, okay, I didn't use the, the awareness that I have in this moment. I definitely got it wrong. But this doesn't mean that I have failed or taken 10, 10 steps back. It just means that I'm aware that I didn't show up as my highest. And I can bring myself back from this a lot quicker than what I used to. Yeah. So it's about having that having that awareness and the ability to do that. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. So before we wrap up this conversation, because I feel like we could keep going on about so many things here and it's been been really, really powerful. What would you, what is something that you would like to leave with, with people listening today, like some sort of tool or, or tip or just some sort of value that you'd like to share with everyone? well (laughs) you know I think just 
I've definitely done a lot of work on consistency. Mm-hmm. So I think that would definitely be something that I've learned from you and our, and our friends in, you know, our um, business and, mm-hmm. and, you know, my business mentor is that consistency is key mm-hmm. and you can be reminded every day that consistency is key. And I don't think it ever gets tired, you know, um, and finding, just finding those few things that work for you, not anyone else, um, not, you know, Joe down the street or, mm-hmm. you know, Alyssa on the other end of, mm-hmm. of the phone. It's what works for you and really sitting with that and being content with that. Yes. Once you work that out, which took me a while to work out, but once you work it out, I think they are some of the building blocks that will help you, you know, build that rock pile Mm. that is solid. It's a solid foundation to grow. Yeah. So good. So good. And it is so true. You know, it's like what I said a little bit earlier that, we can learn so much from so many different people and there is not one way to do anything in life. There is not one way to do life. There is not one way to do business. There is not one way to do relationships. There is not one way to do anything. And one thing I always, always say and encourage all of my clients and anyone that follows my content is find the things that, really, really speak to you that resonate with you through anything that you hear, anything that you learn. And actually, I'm pretty sure you and I had this conversation in one of our sessions once yeah. where, I said to, where I said to you, <laughs> yeah. with everything that is being thrown at you, put in front of you right now, know that you don't have to take it all on. Like find yeah. what sticks, what resonates, find the things that make you go, oh, that spoke to me. That, that, actually made me feel something that made me feel yeah. good and try it on and see how yep. you go. Yep. Because Absolutely. when I learned to do that, oh my goodness, the freedom I felt in my life. <laughs> and, and that's the thing I did. I sat with that and, you know, I had these, these amazing business people that I look up to mm-hmm. and all this stuff that they were doing and they mm-hmm. were, you know, going to the beach every day and they, they're doing all these amazing things. And I'm like, oh, I'm a mum of two kids in the suburbs. I can't get to the beach every day. And then I was really putting pressure on myself. Yes. And then you said, you know, do what works for you. And I'm like, okay, what's going to work for me? Mm-hmm. How can I, you know, make what they're doing, like turn it into what I can do? Yes. So then people that are watching me go, oh, I really want to do that, but how is yes. that going to you know, work for me. And it's like a, you know, a ripple, you know, and, and sitting with what works for you, I think is the most, one of the most important things, you know, for me to be able to move forward and succeed and be great. (laughs) And to not create the belief that if you don't take it all on, or if you don't take all the steps that have been put in front of you, that you're going to fail. Cause I feel like, this is what a lot of people create the belief around is that, oh, if I'm not doing all these things that I'm told to do, or if I'm not doing, taking all these steps that this successful person has told me to take, then I'm going to fail. 
if I'm not exactly. doing it all? And it's like, yes, no, because that, like I just said before, there isn't one way to do anything in life. No. The only way to continue going further is to check in with yourself and to know what works for you and what yeah. is working for you currently. Yeah. And that does not mean taking on board everything that the successful people are doing, whatever success looks like for you. So, yeah. and success a, looks different yes. for every single person as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Such a good way to end this conversation. It has been so much fun chatting with you. Thank you thank so much for being on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so You're much. Welcome. You are welcome. Have an incredible rest of your day and I will chat to you soon, lovely. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, please make sure you head over to social media, tag me, let me know on all the social medias exactly what you got out of this episode, what you're committed to shifting internally, and I will see you in the next episode.